Welcome to You Are What You Love, your window into the future of spirituality. We're going to talk to you about your life and the evolution of your soul while we bring alive the essence of eternal truth. So here is your host, the author of You Are What You Love, Waishali. Welcome to another exciting adventure of You Are What You Love, and I'm Waishali, the wild child of the airwaves, your spiritual hostess with the wild woman mostess the Beyond Karma Queen of Radio and Literature. And as you know, I'm the author of the book, You Are What You Love. And I am thrilled to share with you my newly released book, Wisdom Rising, is now officially out. And you can learn more about my new book, Wisdom Rising, by going to my website, Purple. Purple is in the color purple. Purple V. V is in violet. V is in Wishali. Purplev.com. And there you can learn more about my first book, You Are What You Love, and my third book, Wisdom Rising. You can also go to Amazon.com and learn more about Wisdom Rising and You Are What You Love. I also want to remind you to just come and visit PurpleV.com because it is, it is the most beautiful purple website in all of Internet land. And when you come to purplev.com, there's so many exciting things to explore. There is Wishali's favorite links. And on Wishali's favorite links, you will see a myriad of different websites that have exciting people and things. There's a YouTube link that I would not want you to miss. And the YouTube link connects you to youtube.com forward slash Purple Haze Press that has all the Wishali videos and it has the uh, very exciting Longinus by Stephen Maines, Longinus book trailer in flash animation. And Stephen Maines will be joining me on this show next Friday on Halloween. No, not next Friday, but on Halloween Friday, he will be joining me on the 31st, the author Stephen Maines will, talking about his latest book, Mirrodin, which has a very exciting druid scene that happens on Halloween. And I want to also encourage you to go to subscribe. That's on V's community on purplev.com and click on subscribe. And then you can sign up for my once a week email. And every Thursday we send you a fabulous purple email that has my smiling purple face on it. And it lets you know about the different shows that I have and my different guests and how you can listen to them. Usually the, each one of the e emails have a link in them that will allow you to click right on the link directly to the show so you can listen to the show as you are listening now without any effort on your part. All you have to do is sign up for the email. And if you're listening to the show and you are in the Philadelphia area, I am headed your way. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be there next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Philadelphia Mind Body Expo. On Sunday, I will be giving a free talk signed by, followed by a paid workshop, and the paid workshop is the fine art of not taking life personally. And if that is something that you feel you would benefit from, feel free to email me, v at purplev.com, and say, Wild One, I want to know more about your workshop at the Philadelphia Mind Body Expo, and I will be happy to let you know how you can pre-register for that event. And if you're listening to this broadcast and you happen to be in the Southern California area, I am also headed your way next month. On Sunday, November 16th, I am going to be at the Bodhi Tree, everybody's favorite metaphysical bookstore at 8585 Melrose Avenue in West Hollywood. And I will be there on Sunday from 3 to 4 or 4.30. I'm doing a free talk, doing a book signing, and I will also have my favorite author with me, Stephen Maines. He will be making a guest appearance, and he'll be signing his books. So if you wanted to meet the Wild Woman and Stephen Maines, you're welcome to visit us at the Bodhi Tree, Sunday, November 16th, in West Hollywood. And I'm actually going to be on a the, the Cameron and Davindia show on Monday, this upcoming Monday, the 20th, I'm going to be on the Cameron and Davindia show, and we'll be doing what we're doing today, which is opening up the phone lines and taking callers. If you have a question for the wild woman this evening, I'm a spiritual teacher. I don't give out medical advice, legal advice, psychological advice. I don't hang out my shingle as any one of those kind of pro professionals, but I am a spiritual teacher. 
So if you would like to know something about your inner world, why you're here, what's the meaning and purpose of your life, what is the purpose behind some lessons you are going through, maybe you'd like to understand how you're sabotaging yourself, maybe you'd like to understand how to best accelerate your personal growth, that's why I'm here. Pick up the phone. Call toll-free into the studio at 877-230-3062. Again, that's 877-230-3062. And this Wednesday, I'm going to be on the lovely Shannon's Joy Cafe radio show, and I just happen to have her with me. So, Shannon, welcome, sweetheart. Well, greetings, wild one. So, girlfriend, let people know how they can join us on Wednesday on your show. Ooh, all right. So, everybody, on Wednesday, which happens to be October 22nd, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time, which is, what is that, 11 a.m., 12 p.m. Eastern. Yes. Get to go on to blog talk radio forward slash the Joy Cafe. And they can come and join in on the fun. We're going to be talking about your new book, Wisdom Rising. And you got a cop. You got a copy of Wisdom Rising. I did, and I love it. I have to say, though, Peter, he got his first, so he got to brag about it. <laughs> oh, our, our friend Peter. Yes, you know he consumed that book in one night. I believe that. I totally do. In fact, he quotes you. So there you go. We'll never let it be said that Peter is not a man with a avarice appetite. And, <laughs> and so far, because, you know, every one of the chapters in Wisdom Rising is, is different, and each chapter stands alone by itself, so you could pick up the book and virtually start anywhere. It doesn't have to be read cover to cover um, from beginning to end in, in, in a formal way. It could be read cover to cover, just randomly picking it up at any point and reading any chapter. Um, is there one chapter that stands out to you so far that um, you really enjoyed? You know what? I have to share what I, I did do in your book. I was having one of those uh, frustrating moments, had the in-laws over for the weekend, and I, I was like, all right, we're going to play a little game with Washelli's new book. And I picked it up, and I was like, all right, whatever I meant to hear in the present time, let me turn to that chapter. And I turned to a chapter in which you were actually making in-law references. <laughs> and I was, I was giggling at that, and I was like, oh, there are no accidents. Your book is the kind that I read in tiny little bits. It, it gives you, like, the little gems for the day that you, you can go on with. And, you know, Shannon, my love, that's exactly why the book was written, was so that it would be have these little bite-sized morsels of consumption, because uh, people don't often have time these days to just sit down and read a book in one continuous setting like our, our friend Peter did. Um, you know, he's kind of a an orgy guy, so I can see how he had his literary orgy. But um, a lot of people don't, you know, have an orgy when they consume a book, and they'll, they'll piecemeal it. And so people came to me after I wrote You Are What You Love and said, can you write a book where the chapters are shorter, and uh, if I don't pick up the book, if I read five or six chapters and I don't pick up the book for a week or two weeks or a month or three months later, I can still pick it up from wherever I'm at and continue the thread without having to remember what was in the preceding chapters. So Wisdom Rising was meant for that community that likes to do what you're doing, which is piecemeal their reading, yep, or take no. it with them. You know, when you travel, you throw it in your purse or your, your carry-on luggage, and you just pick up from wherever you were last. And most of the chapters are somewhere between around four pages. I think the longest one is eight pages. Mm -hmm. exactly. But they're, 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 they're definitely bite-sized pieces so that you can enjoy what you can, when you can, in the flow of your life and not feel like you got gypped as far as quality of wisdom as far as depth of sharing, or as far as just, you know, a quality moment of, of uh, some literary experience. Exactly. I, I keep mine under the couch. <laughs> it's my favorite place to just light it under and pick it back up, and I will I'll just pick it up randomly and reread things, too. Isn't that interesting? I, I think it's... 
I suspect that's where most single men keep their porno is under the couch. So I'm I'm glad to know it has good company. Yep, it, it stays under the couch. It's better than the bathroom. It doesn't get wet. And, you know, you and I have had some really interesting experiences over the last couple of months because one of the things I talk a lot about in my books is that people cannot create a learning experience they did not need. Oh, yeah. This and is true. Even, even though it looks like you're going through something that uh, your first thought is, I could have lived without this or this is not uh, a pleasant experience or I feel like I'm in over my head. One of the things that you and I through are um, working together the last couple of months is to really follow this thread that everything right. that's working for us works for the evolution of our soul. And, and you know, uh, oh, go ahead. You no, know, I was going to say, so where are you in that, in our whole process with that? <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. out the door. I've I've gone past that lesson. Are you, are you speaking of the paranormal experience? Yes. <laughs> Good. Okay, so just so your listeners know, in my house, I created a... I was playing around with EVPs and, and had an extra... How would you describe him? Just had an extra visitor who who decided to latch on. And it was not very pleasant because I was physically feeling low. I was I was hitting depression and grumpiness. And, and I have that stubbornness inside that says, I can do this myself. And, of course, it was actually Peter who was like, uh, you need to ask for help. <laughs> and he had suggested you because you are really into the paranormal. So it was a big stretch for me to actually ask for help. And when I did that, you came back with this amazing uh, email back that I was like, wow, I didn't expect that, which was actually making the experience, it wasn't just random. I mean, it was an energy that was connecting in on something that I was dealing on the inner side. And who would have guessed? Healing from a ghost. Yes, yes. And that's kind of the whole point is that Everything in our outer world is connected to some inner state of being, some inner quality of, of existence, some inner, um, either an inner value system or an inner story that we're here to resolve and grow beyond. But everything that exists on the outer world has an inner world connection or it, it, it couldn't exist in the outer world. There would be, it would unravel. There would be nothing to give it any substance to materialize in the outer world. Right. I was just, I, I love this, though. I've taken your simple, your simple meaning of you are what you love. You know, whatever you have your attention on, you're getting more of it. I use that so much in my counseling with others, with other people. And I've noticed, like, if they're complaining and grumpy and saying that everything is always going to turn out wrong and bad, and my gosh, if it doesn't prove to be that all the time. Because that's what they that's what they love, and you know it's it's so fascinating that to me that saying you are what you love and you love whatever you give your attention to. Because as you know, uh, even though that's the title of my book, uh, I didn't coin that phrase originally. I stole it from my 18th century Swedish mystic boyfriend, Emanuel Swedenborg. He's the one that first <laughs> coined that phrase 200 years ago. And it's funny because I was talking to. Um, Jonathan Rose, he's been on a number of my shows. If you go to purplev.com and you go into V's chat room, you can download any of my past shows for free. And if you look up any of the shows that have Jonathan Rose in it, he is the chief editor uh, for the Swedenborg Foundation, translating Swedenborg's works. And uh, he's a Swedenborg minister, and he's considered to be one of the, the most preeminent Swedenborg experts alive today. And we were talking in one of my shows, and um, and he was saying, you know, it's funny, but if you were to distill all the things that Swedenborg wrote about, and he wrote 35 volumes of work, he wrote over four and a half million words. He oh, said, wow. if you were if you were to distill all 35 volumes, all four and a half million words, it all boils down to 
You are what you love, and you love whatever you give your attention to. We said, out of the handful of words that you could have extracted, <laughs> that's, that's the core. And, you know, it, it really, it doesn't matter whether you're looking at Swedenborg's work or whether you're looking at the Koran or whether you're looking at the Bible or whether you're looking at the Torah or whether you're looking at something Rumi wrote. It, it, any great spiritual, or whether you're looking at the Dhammapada, any great spiritual teaching all boils down to this truth. You are what you love, and you love whatever you give your attention to. Woo-hoo. It is inescapable. <laughs> and, oh, I wanted to mention real quick, sweetheart, that the last email that I got, you said you were really um, uh, loving the Bill Hicks chapter. Yeah. So did you know who Bill Hicks was before you got my book, Wisdom Rising? No. <laughs> You've taught me much. <laughs> Everything from my favorite Swedish mystic to a guy that's referred to as the outlaw comic, Bill Hicks. That's right. No, I had not heard of him until that. He's um, he's no longer with us. He crossed over. So hopefully when we do one of your paranormal shows, he'll show up. <laughs> Actually, you know, we have the Empress in the chat room. And I don't the know if Empress? the Empress of the of the known and unknown universe. Wow. And I don't I don't know if we can, you know, what's up with the Empress, um if we could get the Empress to call us and uh oh, I see her computer is uh yeah, she was telling me earlier that her com- her computer is on its menstrual cycle. Oh. Um, so I don't know if we can get her to to call in and join us. But, um, you know, what's really interesting is when I was writing You Are What You Love, I mean, uh, Wisdom Rising, I've got that chapter about Bill Hicks and Lenny Bruce and the chapter in there about director Frank Capra and Oscar Wilde. When I was writing Wisdom Rising and I was writing on a chapter about one of these people, anytime the Empress would call me up, she would say, oh, you're working on the chapter about Lenny Bruce, aren't you? And I would say, how did you know that? And she would say, I see him right there. He's right there with you. He's, you know, you think you're writing this stuff alone? Get over it, girlfriend. They're helping you. Oh, she's letting us know she's the known and unknown universal imperial one. Is she calling in? I don't know. I hope so. Oh, she's in. Come on, she Empress. Yay, you. Are you there? Is she there? No. Well, she will be in a moment. It it, it indicates from the chat room that she's calling in. And I want to remind our listening audience that if you would like to join us in the chat room, we are having a lively time, and you're welcome to do so. You would go to my website, purple, because i got a thing for that color, purple V. V is in violet, purplev.com. And in the lower right-hand corner, you'll see a little button that says VChat. You'd click on VChat, go ahead and sign up and uh, join us in the chat room. And uh, I see she's trying to call in, um, and nobody in the, in the studio is answering the phone. Let me see if I can send Matreya a, a text message here. Answer the phone, girlfriend. <laughs> Hi, Vishali. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> and so, yes, I'm connecting you with uh, the Empress. She's here. Great. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> I was listening. Are you there? Are you there? I said, I'm here. Just push the right button. Did you push the right button that time? <laughs> she did, sweetheart. There you are. Yay, yay, yay. So, Empress, yeah. you uh, you took over last Friday's show for me because uh, I got bumped on a plane flight. Yeah, we had fun, too. So tell me what happened. Fill us in. Because it was, it was the Empress of the Known and Unknown Universe, Julia K. Cole, and you want to go to her website, which is conveniently located at www.juliakcole.com, or Namaste Beloved, and that's N-A-M-A-S-T-E, Beloved.com. So, um, uh, oh, we also have a caller. So we're going to get to Annette in a moment. But... Um, 
I called you because my plane got bumped, and I was going to be in the air, and since I have not perfected my bilocation skills, I couldn't be on the air and be on the plane at the same time. So I called you and asked you to co-host that show that had another psychic medium on it, Linda Drake. Yes, the one and only, the incomparable Linda Drake. So fill us in. How did it go, girlfriend? It went wonderfully. Of course, uh, Linda and the Abraham Consciousness, uh, they did their thing as wonderfully as usual. Uh, They gave uh, a very wonderful piece of advice when uh, voting. It is our responsibility, because I did go there. I did ask that question. And, um, you know, just they gave a very uh, useful advice. It not only applies to the voting process, which is coming up in a few weeks, but in everyday life, to make an informed decision, take time to educate yourself and to make an informed decision based on your needs and what you desire to see take place in your reality. And then, you know, after uh, careful contemplation and prayer, make the choice. So um, did anybody call in and say oh, who was yeah, going to win? Oh, yeah, we callers and... Uh, uh, it was very lively. We just, uh, unfortunately, we only had an hour, so you know how it goes. And Linda was able to uh, get a plug in for the, the next weekend, where you and she are going to be at uh, doing workshops, and I believe it's in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Yes. And we were we were able to get that plug in. Had a great time. I always have a great time when I'm with Linda. You know, it's always wonderful and it was very lively and had questions from the chat room and boy we had some we had the lively bunch in there yesterday oh good jennifer was there she asked to you know she was doing a follow-up question a lot of questions about career paths yesterday that seemed to be the theme yesterday we had a lot of fun yeah because everybody is concerned about their livelihood Oh, yeah, but uh, Abraham and Linda, they, they knocked it clean out of the park. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to definitely download it and listen to it tomorrow, and I want to encourage um, listeners to do the same. And you can go to contacttalkradio.com, and you can go to my host page, the Wishali host page, and you can download uh, that last Friday show with psychic medium Linda Drake and psychic medium Julia Cole. And Julia also has her own radio show. Mm -hmm. So if people want to get a hold of you, Julia, and they want to ask you a psychic medium-related question or they want to tune into your show and text message you a question on the show, let them know how they could do that. You can go to either website, namastebeloved.com or Julia K. That's the letter K, by the way. Julia K. Cole, C-O-L-E dot com. Uh, if you just put in Julia K. Cole in your search engine, you'll find me because I'm all over the I'm all over the internet. I'm just like all over the place. Yeah. And uh, you know, Julia, we actually have a caller, and I want to encourage other listeners. If you have a question you'd like to ask this evening, you're welcome to call in at toll free into the studio at eight seven seven two thirty. 3062. Again, that's 877-230-3062. And while I've got the Empress on the line, uh, you can uh, kind of get some girl-on-girl action. So our first caller is a lovely soul named Annette. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure where... Uh, Annette is from Canada. Ah, oh, the country of my heart. Yes, Canadian. Oh, oh I, let's see. Uh, I'm getting a message here. Uh Oh, uh, Shannon, honey, are you still there? Shannon? It looks like we lost Shannon. Okay, so uh, we're going to go ahead and bring Annette on now. I, uh, Annette, if you're listening, feel free to call back. Hi. Uh, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, there you are, Annette. Hi, how yeah, are hi. you? Hi, great. How are you? Good, girlfriend. I'd like you to meet the Empress, Empress Annette. Annette, the Empress. Hi, Hello, <laughs> Hi. I'm so glad you're there. <laughs> well, so actually, I'm here. You're there. So. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with you, eh? Um, well, I've been doing pretty good. I just have a question in terms of um, your intuition and stuff like that for um, my career path. So, you know, just like last night, a lot of people were calling about that. 
Um, but um, I'm wondering about if you feel that, like, doors will start to open soon and stuff like that. Well, Annette, mm -hmm. doors don't just open, honey. Okay. You have to put your intent out there. You have to, it's like, it's like a, a cartoon, okay? Yeah. You have to build your own door. You know, go to Acme, dot, you know, Acme Inc., <laughs> get your instant door, and your instant door is your intent. Get clear on what you want, because you seem to have several things going on around you. I see several ideals floating around you, and we need to narrow it down to at least two. Okay. Okay. Two things that you, you know, what does, what does make, you know, what do, uh, uh, makes your heart Thing. What makes time disappear for Annette? These are things that you ask your questions of yourself because the answers are, of course, within. And I know that a lot of people go, oh, boy, can we get any more new age airy-fairy? No, that's not new age airy-fairy. This is, uh, you know, bona fide stuff because your intent is your tool, and it's a very powerful tool. And once you know exactly what it is that you really want to do, what makes your heart sing, what makes time just disappear, this is what you follow through on. And that door starts to manifest itself. And you can uh, create uh, the manifestation to the physical by doing it, you know, as a hobby. Okay? And then you start out, you know, if you have a full-time job or a part-time job that you work to bring in an income, keep it until, you know, the manifestation has become real enough for you. And, again, your intent is what you use. You have to know yourself. Now, when I heard your voice, I saw all these beautiful flowers popping up. These just flowers, just you know, like daisies and stuff, beautiful perky little flowers just popping up all around you. And what that tells me, Annette, is that something creative, something that you do with your hands, like uh, landscaping or gardening or floral arrangement, um, something that makes your heart sing as far as creativity, because there's a lot of creativity energy around you, Annette. And what is it that you like to do the most? Um, what have you dreamed of doing? Ooh, um, I would love to write, and like I'm trained as a teacher, but I don't want to teach in a traditional school. Mm-hmm. And I love children, and I want to travel. So well, yeah. Well, that the hands and the writing—that's definitely um, uh, writing is something that you definitely channel through your your creative channel through your yeah. hands. So Julia, Julia and I know well about that. Julia's uh, books should be coming out. Uh, I would look for those in 2009. She's got uh, Children of the Illuminaries and Interview with the Spirit Guide. And, of course, there's my books, You Are What You Love, Be You Are What You Love, Playbook, and Wisdom Rising. But what I was getting, Annette, is that what this is really about at this point is that you're kind of at a juncture. And um, the juncture is about moving your next creative expression. And instead of thinking about this as career, mm -hmm. which has a lot of work stuff and a lot of right. labor and, right. uh, and, and a lot of what can I do just to survive kind of energy around it, right. it it's more like you're at a juncture here, this, which goes back to what Julia was saying. With it's, there, it's imbued with a lot of creative energy, that this yeah. is a juncture for you that it's about if you could do anything, let's pretend we're sitting here and we're brainstorming in okay. an environment that had no limitations. You could do anything. Right. You know, forget money, forget location, forget past job experience. If you could do anything, what is it that you would want to do? This okay. is, is, is that type of space where it's time for you to come from that place and to plug into that space. There was a time about um, about seven years ago, somebody asked me this because I was at a juncture very similar to where you are right now. And somebody said, because uh, I was in, processing it very similar to how you are right now. 
and somebody said to me, well, you know, um, all the things that you put on the table, you know, you're definitely qualified and, you know, there would be lucrative things for us to, uh, for you to follow up on, but let's just put that aside for a minute. And they asked me, if you could do anything, what would you want to do? And I thought about it for a moment and I said, writing and radio. And seven years later, I'm writing and I'm doing radio. Oh, but I, awesome. I, I, would never, I would never have gone there. I would have stayed in my box if somebody hadn't prompted me to step outside of that box. Right. And Annette, since you like to write, you have a computer, correct? Uh, no, but I, I do have access. Like. Okay, access to a computer. All right. And the thing of it is, writing children's books, short ones, you don't have to make it very long. You know, the greatest inspirational children's book ever written is The Little Engine That Could. Right. That is the greatest <laughs> motivational, inspirational book ever written. And it's a child's book. It's not very long. Okay? Okay. And, you you know, you can uh, get someone, you know, if you doodle. I doodle a lot. I do uh-huh. uh, a lot of doodling. And, you know, because children, children love, you know, they don't, you don't have to have anything elaborate with children. Okay? Right. And, 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 and they, like, they like a good story, short and sweet, because their attention span is like, you know, two seconds long. <laughs> short and sweet. Put a, little, put a little pamphlet together with, you know, a little creative doodling, you know. You can do anything on a computer. And then put it together and get with organizations that deal with children, okay? Not necessarily the conventional school system, but places that you might not even thought of. Like uh, there's a lot of homeless shelters with, you know, families. Uh, Places where they deal with uh, children who are no longer, you know, have families like orphanages and everything. you know, and, and, and take time to go and volunteer your time there and, and, and hand out your booklets. And, and, and you'll be teaching and writing and, you know, and let them know, you know, that you're, you know, you know you're up for tutoring maybe. You know, yeah. there's all kinds of career possibilities, you know, or, you know, possibilities that you have open. There's the door. It's just, it just, there it is. It just appeared right there before your very eyes. Uh, blog talk radio there's certain uh, as well as other internet radio uh, programs like contact talk radio you can you know host your own show and to get to that you know to that particular market you say and tell your stories write them out and tell your stories I know some internet shows that actually do that and they go for a you know a certain market children love to be read to they love a good story and they're probably one of the most under-advocated for groups in literature. Yeah. And, you know, just start out small. You know, think, glo- you know, the old saying is think globally but act locally kind of thing. And just start out with the neighborhood kids, you know. And get with the parents, you know, at, you know and ask around, what can you do to help? And, it, you know, it, it never fails. Something that started out, you know, as maybe part-time or as a volunteer thing always leads to bigger things. Uh, look at J.K. Rawlings, who, who, who wrote the, right. the hit Harry Potter. She was homeless, penalty, you know, on welfare and everything. Look at her now. She believed in herself, mm-hmm. okay, enough to get where she's at now. And believe in it, because believe in yourself, that, that, you know, that's the biggest thing. You have to believe in yourself and believe in your product, and your product is you. And that's where, but we see, Ann Parry was mentioning while we were listening, uh, he mentioned that you are on the right path, and all you have to do, you just need a little nudge, like me and Mashali need it. In my case, I got kicked, but that's, but, you know, we won't go there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, some of us need a little nudge here and there to get started, to help, you know, to believe in ourselves because we were trained not to. But believe in yourself and you can pass, that's the greatest gift you can pass on to the children because they do need someone who cares enough. And you do, and see, travel's involved, you know. And you get to fulfill your, but your, your intent must be there, and you must believe in it. And that's, and that's our advice. 
It gives you a great opportunity, Annette, to kind of think about when you were a kid, what fascinated you, what you found um, magical or compelling to you, and what stories meant the most to you. Um, I know when I look back, um, if I could... If, if I could write a book like The Little Prince, um, that would definitely be the apex of my career would be to write a book like The Little Prince. But it it was something that spoke to me because it was another little kid, and he didn't really understand what a lot of the adults said, but it didn't matter because he was comfortable in his own knowing. Right. And uh, was okay with teaching adults things that they didn't know and learning new things. And there was something about this little kid that was allowed to be a little kid, and he was allowed to be magical, and he was allowed to be fearless. And there was something about that that I didn't get in my family. I didn't get that in my culture. I didn't get that in my school life. So to find it in a literary sanctuary was profound. Um, I know Oscar Wilde. I have a thing for Oscar Wilde. In my book, Wisdom Rising, there's a couple of chapters about Oscar Wilde. He wrote, actually, a great series of stories for children. And I'm telling you, uh, it's like The Little Prince. I don't care how old you are when you read them. You know, it's a three-hanky thing. You're going to be crying by the time you get to the story, mm-hmm. end of the story because it is so beautiful. And that's one of the nice things about um, writing for children is that you kind of have um, license to indulge yourself into a magical world that is beautiful for the sake of being beautiful, that you don't really get with adults. But I think Julia's really onto something, that um, writers write, and uh, getting uh, a, a chance to practice writing, and because and, it takes a while to find your voice, whether it's on radio or whether it's singing or whether it's writing. Um, it takes a while to find your voice, that since you do love children and you do love teaching, that might be something for you to kind of give yourself a place to begin, a starting point to begin with what you know resonates within you, because you know from working with kids what has the ingredients of a great story. You know, yeah. you can tell what compels children. I got to tell you, when I was in, I think, third or fourth grade, there was a story that our teacher read about what a great sense of humor Abraham Lincoln had and about how Abraham Lincoln could make cats laugh. And there was one little uh, uh, pen and ink drawing in the book about Abraham Lincoln telling Mary Todd Lincoln when she came into the room, you know, because they had the dresses with the long trains, telling her about how lovely her tail looked. And there's a picture of the cat in the background just laughing and laughing his little feline butt off. Um, But I remember that. I mean, I'm going to be 40 and I mean, I'm going, to, I'm going to be 40. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm going to be 50 <laughs> in 2009. I'm going to turn 50. I'm going to be on the planet for a half a century. And I still remember this pen and ink drawing and this story about how Abraham Lincoln made cats laugh and the joke he had about his, his wife having a nice tail. <clears throat> there's something about um, that time and that opportunity to tell kids a story that they'll always take with them. Is this making any sense? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. That is, that's, this is so meaningful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you and, for calling. And, and you'll have to email us and tell us about your first story when you write it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Annette. Thank you. Thank you. I want... I want to remind our listening audience that you're listening to You Are What You Love, and I'm Wishali, the wild child of the airwaves. I'm the author of the book You Are What You Love and my newly released Wisdom Rising. Please feel free to go to Amazon.com and click on the books, and then in the search section, put in Wisdom Rising or You Are What You Love. Oh, I see that the Empress got cut cut off. Um, Hopefully she will call back. And then we will have the Empress of the Known and Unknown Universe with us, and you can look at her website by going to juliakcole.com. My website is purplev.com. And I want to encourage you to join me in the chat room. We've got quite a lively crowd here in the chat room. You would go to purplev.com. 
and you would click on VChat in the lower right-hand corner. I see we got the Empress back just in time. Um, Empress, we've got Terry. I'm not sure if Terry is a male or a female, but we've got Terry from North Carolina. Female. Female. Yeah. Hi, Terry. How hey, are you, Did sweetheart? I talk to you yesterday, Terry? I'm sorry? Did I talk to you yesterday? Yes, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I thought last so. Minute, I did. I you had to kind of rush, so I thought I'd uh, try again. Oh, uh, Terry, you, you called into the show yesterday with Linda and Julia? Right. Just at the very last minute. Oh, okay, fill me in. What happened? Where where did we last leave our hero? Last, oh, golly. Um, you know, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Me too. <laughs> I've been writing my book today, so <laughs> please deprive. Um. Just that, that Abraham was telling me, you know, uh, um, I'm trying to work on all, every issue this lifetime, and that's why my life is, it's just, everything has just crumbled. So, and, and, you know, she told me, or you told me, I don't know which one of you, that I just, I'm trying too hard, and I need to just let things flow. You and know, I, Terry, I find that there's, it doesn't matter who you are or what you're working on, there's one issue that's relevant to all of us, mm-hmm. and that's that we come here to remember our divinity mm-hmm. and to remember that we do not have divine love and wisdom. It's not a possession. It's not a matter of earning, am I love, am I lovable? It's not a matter of, um, am I deserving of it, am I worthy of it yet? Mm-hmm. It's a matter of owning that you don't have it. It's not earned. It's not deserved. You don't have it. You are it. Right. Deserving and worthy isn't even an issue when you right. know that you are it. Right. And, and that when we get down to the business of waking up to why we're here, which is to recognize our divinity, to own our divinity, one of the things that the Empress and I have been talking about a lot, just one-on-one and, and, and over the air, is that we... We live in a time, you know, there's that great uh, Chinese blessing and curse, may you live in interesting times. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. we definitely qualify for that blessing <laughs> and that curse. Sometimes it gets a little too interesting. Sometimes, yeah, doesn't it's it? It's hard to be, what is it, in the world but not of the world. It, well, it, it requires a different perspective than the one that we, are habitually, we have habitually practiced or become familiar with. And mm-hmm. I was talking to my sweetie who lives on Galveston Island. Mm-hmm. And he was on Galveston Island when, you know, Ike came through and gave Galveston, uh, you know, a hurricane enema. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we were talking about uh, is that even though it is experienced by many as a moment of stress, mm-hmm. it was actually a great cleansing mm-hmm. for Galveston Island mm-hmm. because people had built houses where they should never have built houses, where the planet didn't design for people to live, where the planet kind of said, you you know, I've been giving you some some subtle messages that this Mm -hmm. is not a good place for you to live, (laughs) but... Every if you year. <laughs> yeah, if you, don't want to take the, if you don't want to take the messages when I, I, I do housekeeping, right. you're going to find that you get cleaned away. Yeah, and he was keeps coming back so you learn it. Right. Yes, and he was telling me that uh, Galveston has, a, um, has a, a nickname. It's called uh, G-Town Brown because the water is brown from the silt and the, um, the, the mud in the water, kind of like the Mississippi. Mm. It gives it a brown look, and the waves look brown. Mm. But he was telling me that since the hurricane, it has taken on a completely different look. Uh, We're still here. Are you there, honey? Mm -hmm. It's gotten a completely different look. The water Mm. is green close to the shore, getting that lovely blue as you move out. Mm. My sweetie is a surfer, and he was telling me about how he was coming in after surfing, and he was still... Uh, in uh, somewhere between thigh and knee-deep water when he looked down and noticed a dime Hmm. on the ground through the water because the water was that clear, he could see a dime. Talk about cleansing. Yes. Literal. Yeah. And this this is my sense about uh, what most of us are going through individually and collectively at this time is that it may seem like it's a time of great stress. Or it may seem... Yeah, I mean, everything... Every day, there's something 
I mean, major life issues. You know, I've had health problems, and today I got, uh, you know, disability has denied me, and now I'm going to have to fight that. And it's just, it's hard to be calm and just, you know, spiritual and all that with with all this going on. Well, we were speaking of your sweetie. We were talking about my um, twin flame relationship. Oh, is that what you, is that what you called about yesterday to talk to to Julia and Linda mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this, Julia? Um, no, uh, I'm sitting here trying to because I remember her calling in, but I kind of let Linda, you know, and and Abraham do all mm-hmm. the talking. Yeah, she um, said we were both working through issues, or you know. but I I called his. I haven't I haven't spoken to him in a long quite a while, I've, you know, given him a chance to do whatever he needs to do, but I called his best friend, and his best friend hasn't talked to him either, so I'm, I'm a bit concerned. So, um, um, Julia, are you getting that this is a, a, a twin soul relationship? Well, what I'm getting is, is, is um, that what, what, what's, what's happening is that it's part of the awakening process. That's the major. That's the major theme here. Okay. The shaking up is the shaking the waking, up. The, the, the shaking up and the waking up. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and you have to mind. you have to just let go of the old line of thoughts because when you're entering into any type of relationship, even if you know, even during this process, old relationships start taking on a new paradigm or a new new whole new personality because you're becoming more and more consciously aware of things that you weren't in the beginning mm-hmm. okay and this causes situations to rise up a lot of stress a lot of distress a lot of chaos it, it, yeah. you know it, it just causes issues with everybody mm-hmm. I'm, you know we're no exception uh, you know I, you know, trust me, I've got more issues than Time Life magazine. But the, <laughs> the difference, that was good. you know, the difference is is that any relationship, you have to stand back. If people are not talking to you, then you just need to stand back and give them some room. Yeah. Okay? Don't try to question it. Don't don't sit there and blame yourself. You know, maybe oh, it's something no, wrong no, with me. Bad. No, it's not it's, nothing wrong with you. It's just his, his, his family, his whole environment, just kind of consumed him and I was the one that kept him gave him the space to be to evolve into who he you know right but at the same time you were you were giving yourself space to grow as well and now that right. you've grown right but I don't have the the influence around me telling me what I need to be exactly kind of and, and, and you don't need it because you know you become consciously aware enough where now yeah. you can go right. ha you know. When you lose everything, you know, it's just easy to just kind of say, well, let's see what what the universe has in mind. Well, you know, I think it was it Buddha, was Shala, that says you first have to lose, you have to lose your mind to find yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's a very Buddhist right. concept, but it, yeah. But it's really, it's a lonely walk. It's a lonely path. I, you know, I wouldn't say that it's lonely because the whole point of here is to realize our divinity, and that means that you have... All of divine creation. Well, that actually that's true. On other other times, I'm I'm very stressed right now. You can probably tell, but um, I remember telling my aunt probably six months ago. I said, you know, when when we worked this relationship out, I said I'm going to kind of miss the spiritual connection because it's right now that's my only relationship. <laughs> and that's the only one you need in your life right now until the next uh, wave of. Uh Conscious awareness takes you up another notch. Okay. It's a process. It's like playing a video game mm-hmm. or playing solitaire. You know, you got your different levels of solitaire. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you shuffle the cards, there's new cards presented. You either, you know, either you can use them or you can't. Mm-hmm. That's the way spiritual development is. Well, do you like pick playing up a game anything of, of what kind of um, path I should be? You know, like you were talking to the previous caller about writing. Mm-hmm. I've been told a lot by a lot of people that I need to be writing, but I, I really don't know what to do at this point. Waiting for further instructions. <laughs> well, just send down and write about your life experiences. Uh-huh. That in itself, keep a journal. Keep a journal, and 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 that in itself is a book, because everybody's a book. Mm-hmm. You ever heard the old saying, an open book? So that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it, 
and that puts you in practice. And if we had more time, I could go into more right. detail. But unfortunately, we're running out of time. <laughs> you know, okay. Terry, what I'm, I'm getting is most important is that what all this is going to hinge on is you know what makes you, you understanding and knowing what makes you happy. And until you have clarity about that, you're not going to be able to see the horizon and the road ahead of you. So what would be most useful at this time is for you to get clear about what makes you happy, what does it for you, because uh, in I sacred traditions... I'm afraid of losing my house is, is the whole thing. Well, that doesn't make you happy. That doesn't make you happy. That's what puts you in a fear space. <laughs> That's, that's what puts you in a fear space, but, but focusing on what makes you happy, because the definition of enlightenment and happiness is the same. Mm-hmm. It's being in the present moment and not having a problem with it. Mm-hmm. And that would be a much preferred place than you obsessing about losing your house. Okay. So what I would yeah. say is every time you obsess about losing your house, stop, and the antithesis, the antidote to that, is what makes you happy, because that puts you in a completely different mm-hmm. internal receptive place to receiving something right. different, to seeing something different, because I promise you that as long as you continue to justify why being possessed by this fear story is useful to you, all you will get is no, no, contractive no. Uh, no, energy. Yeah. Yeah, so, sweetheart, we've got... Well, stop it, go away, and, and I, I can kind of get back into the, the, the spiritual mode. But. We've... We've got a minute left in the show, but I want to let you know, sweetheart, that I want to encourage you to email me, V, V is in violet, mm-hmm. V at purpleV.com, mm-hmm. as I am going to be having the fabulous Julia Cole, Empress of the Known and Unknown Universe, on my show again. She, okay. will, be, she will be on November 21st. All right. And All I want right. to encourage you to, to let us call us back on November 21st and See how the seeds that we have planted have gone with that in okay. your life. You're so uh, encouraging. Thank you very much. And I love the wild child. <laughs> and, and the wild child loves you, yeah, baby girl. Kind of that's kind of my, my thing, too. So. If you email me, v at purplev.com with your mailing address, I will okay. send you a Beyond Karma Queen sticker. Okay. Thank you, Terry. Oh, thank you, guys, both of uh, you. Have a good one. I want to remind our listening audience that you have had the incredible, incomparable pleasure of listening to the Empress of the Known and Unknown Universe. She has joined me today. I want to encourage you to run, don't walk to her website, which is juliakcole.com. You want to be looking for her upcoming books, The Children of the Illuminaries, and Interview with the Spirit Guide. She'll be on my show to talk more about that. She has her own show you want to look about. You want to go to her website, Julia K. Cole, to look at. I'm going to be in Philadelphia. I'm going to be in California. Go to my website, purplev.com. I'm going to be on again on Cameron and Divindi on Monday, and then again next Friday on this station. Till we do it again next week. No Rock on, babies. <laughs> Thanks, Empress. You've been listening to You Are What You Love with author Waishali. To order Waishali's book, You Are What You Love, or to schedule a private self-emergent session with Waishali, visit youarewhatyoulove.com. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you are what you love, and you love whatever you give your attention to. So love wisely.